uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are back, uh, full strength off the power play at uh, Wednesday morning. Feels pretty good to be back. Thank you very much for holding on the fort while I was gone, Big J. You led the transition of technology. How did it feel? Uh, Confusing most of the time. Just like you like. But actually, it went pretty well uh, behind the board anyways, that part. Yeah, well, good. Well. I, I never doubted it for any Did you? Yes, of course. Oh. It's you got a whole damn blooper like... reel. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, that's that I feel like I, it is. I just hope you screw up here today is different. Oh, there is no such thing, Big J. It's uh, they're honest mistakes, not screw up. Oh, okay. uh, it's all in the way that you look at. It. But hopefully you had a good couple of days. It's good to be back in the fold, and we are ready for a Wednesday. We are down to the last couple of days of the X-Rock Double Dare, kids. So coming up at 7.30, it's going to be one of your last chances to get some cash. I, I didn't hear Adams, but I think it was a clean sweep yesterday of 200 bucks. Which one was that? Was the X-Rock of the yeah, 90s? Yeah, of course. Okay. That one has to be, right? Yeah, I felt like those questions were, were on a tee, just ready to go. Uh, but you never know, man. I felt like a lot of that during the course of the last couple of months. And uh, and there have been peaks and valleys. So uh, we will continue with that over the course of the next couple of days. Uh, as you know, Big J, when I'm not here, this place does not exist to me. So how did you handle the uh, the, the streaming dumbass yesterday? Uh, I picked movies that I've been meaning to watch but haven't gotten okay. to. And I uh, it was chosen pretty apparent even in the description because when I did it, I didn't give the name. Uh-huh. But it, 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 you could tell it was The Adam Project. Oh, okay. You haven't watched that yet. So yeah. So okay. uh, watch the Adam Project. Good. Last night. Uh, it's a movie that I've seen, so I can compare yeah. and contrast my feelings to yours. Right. Although I think I watched it like three months ago when it actually came out. Forgotten all about it. Right? Uh, yeah. That's well. Welcome to Netflix, baby. Uh, they have moved on to the bigger. Like uh, that doesn't I, mean you have to move. Well, on. yeah, but I mean, they, you had to seek that out to find it. Like once it's been out for a while, it like disappears from your page. It's gone. No. <laughs> True and false, okay? Yeah. So over the period of the last couple months, it pops up and haunts me. It's like, hey, it's the Adam Project. You haven't watched me yet, right? Yeah. And then as I'm going yesterday to watch the Adam Project, I can't find it. <laughs> I got to go search for it. I was like, this is terribly ironic. Netflix does not care about you. Like, I was, uh, I found this out, like, yesterday. Like, did you know, like, this week, there is a movie on Netflix that comes out that I haven't seen anything about, but it has Chris Hemsworth in it. The director of Top Gun Maverick made the movie, and it's based on like this huge novel. And I had to like go and seek out the trailer to it. I'm like, yeah. that whatever ag- al- you know algorithm you're using, that should pop up in my feed. That's like everything yeah. that speaks to me. Yeah. And, uh, and the trailer's fine, I guess, but uh, it was just like, how is this movie? And they spent like 130 million dollars on it. I'm like, how do you make this movie? and not get it to the people that would make sense would want to see it. I think it. that's why they uh, are Do you even know what money. movie I'm talking about? I knew, I do. I saw it yesterday too, but yeah, I don't weird. even remember the name. Like, I, And the only reason I saw it on Twitter is because somebody was complaining on Twitter about how like this movie's coming out and nobody knows anything about it. I'm like, oh my God, they're right. I've never heard yeah. of it until right now. Yeah. And so it's, it's like concerts in the Treasure Valley <laughs> when you don't include us. Yeah. Do they even exist? Question mark. Uh, so we will get to a lot of stuff today. Let's start things off with some music. STP kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Stop me if you heard this before, Big J. The Foz Stop. is back in the state of Idaho. The who? Foz, man. Foz. Yeah, Henry Winkler, dude. The oh, Foz. oh, Fozzie. nice. Come on. He is back. Hey. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Uh, probably more recently famous uh, for those of you that, you know, actually weren't around in the 70s. Uh, he is on Barry, of course, won an Emmy for that and is a fantastic actor and very good in that show on HBO. Uh, in fact, it just wrapped up its third season, if you've been watching that. And he has made it back to Idaho a couple of times. It's one of his favorite places to go. He's a big outdoorsman, Big Jim. Hard. I don't picture it, but what's the matter? 
I don't know. I just don't picture him, Henry Winkler, a big outdoorsman. Listen, because so. uh, he posted a bunch of pictures to his to his Twitter. Just picture this. You can kind of see it. You know what Henry Winkler looks like, right? Yeah. He's wearing like a plaid shirt. He's got like a fishing vest on. He's got one of those fancy so, fishing caps on. And he he's looks out like there the, the coach from the water boy. <laughs> That's exactly right. I think that was his actual wardrobe. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> okay. And so he is out there catching some big old fish. Uh, he had a bunch of fish and a bunch of pictures, and he was hanging out uh, over the weekend, really, uh, just doing his thing here in Idaho, and he enjoys his time here. It's not his first time he's done that, but it's nice that he's been back, and it's nice to see us kind of exchanging locations, because Big J, if you remember, when we did our show live from the Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, we went out and took a picture next to the Fozzie statue that they have there, remember? Yeah. And we said, oh, hey, it's the pictures. Look at us. We're having a good time. Awesome Fonzie. It looks nice and warm. Yeah, well... It looks like a beautiful day wherever he was doing his thing. Yeah. So welcome back to our wonderful uh, state. Big J, should we offer up one of our rare uh, open door policies to Henry Rinkler if everyone wants to pop in and be on the show? Absolutely. With open arms? Love to talk to him about Scream. Uh, I'm sure he'd love to answer those questions from a movie he did 27 the, years ago. All of the movies and TV shows. <laughs> Guys winning Emmys hey. and Big J wants to talk about the movie he's in for five minutes. Because <laughs> that's the one he saw you in, sir. Yep. That's what it boils down to. The Vegas Golden Knights have a new coach. It's Bruce Cassidy, Big J. If that name sounds familiar, it's because he was just S-canned by the Bruins not too long ago, and now he is the new head coach over in Vegas. Congratulations. If you want to watch Major League Soccer, and if you do, why? But it's only available on Apple TV. Uh, They just picked Uh, up the exclusive rights to stream every Major League Soccer match for the next 10 years, Big J. So the service will be available in 2023, and uh, they really wanted to advance, uh, invest in something that they feel has got a future, and they feel it's MLS. Plus, listen, don't forget that, that all of these apps, ladies and gentlemen, are not just you know United States apps. They're international apps, and so Apple looking to make a worldwide splash, and having those rights will probably do that as well. Worldwide. So, there you have it. Uh, don't worry, Big J. You've been wondering, is Amber Heard still going to be in Aquaman 2? And the answer is yes, at least according to Variety. Uh, while they have trimmed down the role, there's no doubt about that, uh, she certainly has not been you know, deleted from the film or recast or anything like that. What happens going forward is anybody's guess. But um, listen, man, the DC cinematic world is in a mess. We're going to talk about that in the future here as well. Good. But there's a lot of crap going on. I see it destroyed. That is not is not a good thing. So you are going to want to pay attention. But how much she's in it, I don't know. But she's definitely going to be in Aquaman 2, which I have... Now, I'll, I will admit, however, I enjoyed the first Aquaman a lot less than a lot of people did, it seems. Oh, I hated it. Uh, I didn't so, hate it, but I didn't think I it was very good. And so uh, I know a lot of people did. Thing? And well, no, 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 no. I can, I can, you know, I, I, like I, I didn't walk out of the, the the theater going that was the worst movie I've ever oh. seen. Or I was like, man, what a ripoff. I was just like, well, I'm, that happened, I suppose. I was pretty much indifferent to it. Uh, and so what happens with this one? I don't know. I love Jason Momoa. I want it to be good. You yeah. Know, there's that. Damn right. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But like it or not, Amber Heard is going to be involved in the fun. <laughs> There's the offspring that has gone away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We've talked about this before. Your wife works remotely, correct, Big J? Yeah, for the most part. And she loves it, right? Yes. It is something that that that, uh, that some people can, you know, really uh, honestly thrive at and other people have real issues with. I don't think she could go back to uh, regular everyday she, work Every somewhere. once in a while she does have to, right? Yeah. Like have to yes. go into the office? And yeah. she, does she hate it? Is yes. It just, yeah, typical kind of thing. She's got two separate uh, pairs of pajamas. She's got work pajamas and then uh, hang out at the house pajamas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, if you are somebody that works at home or somebody that has worked at home because of whatever's been going on the last couple of years, know that probably that is coming to an end. Unless, of course, you were hired to work remotely. That's different. But about 43% of companies that have got people that were basically working from home during it are still doing that. Uh, you know, So it's pretty much in the minority at this point that everything is coming back. But... 
what you want to keep in mind is as you are going back into work now, uh, we are getting worse at it, if that makes any kind of sense. We're getting worse at work? We're getting worse at work at the office. Uh, I don't know if it's something that has done basically out of choice or something that is done out of spite, but it does appear that we are a little bit more productive if we are working from home, at least currently, than we are if we're working from the office. So uh, there are some companies that are taking this into account and, of course, can monitor productivity and all that kind of stuff. See, and that's the worst part. What do you mean? They can they can watch what yeah. you're doing? Well, you are on I, their time, bitch. It's you. like I also feel bad for the truck drivers of the world now because they got somebody looking over their shoulder the entire time, too. Yeah, it's not like the old days where they could just car, you know take a bunch of no-dos and yeah. drive for 48 hours straight. Uh, on basically trucker meth, but right. it, you know it is interesting that uh, that we are taking a lot less time into things and working a little bit less if we're in the office than we were at home. So something to keep in mind if you are a uh, a company or if you're even a worker. I mean, it depends on what you like to do and what you want to do. If you enjoy being around people and having that office atmosphere, then you might want to pick up the pace a little bit, bro. But if you enjoy working from home, this could be it. Now, nobody's really changing their policies because of this as of yet. But they have noticed that we are doing a much less better job at our at our jobs than we have before. So there's that. That could also be other, you know, factors involved. It could not just, you know, maybe we're, we're tying too much into remote work than we used to. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe it's just these people hate their jobs and they don't like doing them. And so they're doing them at a worse clip than they were before because they're like, oh, my God, I'm still doing this. But uh, at least uh, we know it's 11 percent uh, decrease in productivity from the last year, according Damn. to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So there's that morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll find out what Big J thought of the Adam Project as we wrap up streaming dumbass. That is next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That's our friend Beck here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And yesterday it was chosen by you, the X-Rock listener, which movie Big J should watch. Do you remember what the other two were that you had the chance to kick around? Uh, yeah, The Interceptor and um, uh, the other was Senior Year starring Rebel Wilson. I don't know. What is The Interceptor? It's a brand new movie. Uh, it uh, it was you know ranked in the top uh, of the of Who's last in week. It? Well, I don't know what her name is, uh, but it's, yeah, you know, I mean, it's action movie typical the fare. director was like i'm really surprised this movie's in the top list of movies <laughs> weird thing uh so let's talk about the adam project Big yeah. J, you finally watched it how was it yeah ryan reynolds and uh Walk- walker scobell plays texas Ranger. Young, yeah no uh plays young adam and uh mark Ruffalo's in it jennifer garner uh zoe zalandar zalandana so uh you've got a great cast here obviously and uh a movie about uh time time travel which always can get messy and weird but i'll tell you what man uh this had all the emotions i mean uh it's about family for the most part and uh, i tell you what man i i loved it i loved it why can't why can't they find a kid like this uh to to be in star wars Oh, you're upset with the acting in Star Wars? Uh, well, yeah. The young Anakins are always terrible for whatever reason. I have no idea. But either way, he was phenomenal. I mean, imagine trying to have to pretend to be Ryan Reynolds, uh, a young Ryan Reynolds at that. And so uh, their chemistry was fantastic together. I mean, it was just amazing. And I thought that they were uh, they, they did a great job. And, and, you know, for the most part, I think they did a pretty good job of explaining time and how it might work or might not work. And uh, the conclusion of it was a pretty satisfying uh, kind of movie, and there was great action in it, and everything I, I think lined up to be one hell of a movie. I, I did get uh, pretty emotional about some of the stuff, and it was, it was I didn't expect that. Uh, yeah, if I re- it was a while ago that I watched it, but I remember there was a particular scene between Ryan Reynolds and Jennifer Gardner in the bar that I was like almost oh, weeping. God. At. Yeah, yeah, it it's... was really, 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 really emotional. They did such a great job uh, at this. Sean Levy, who, who's a director, was tremendous. So. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, what are you waiting for? That <laughs> <laughs> what were you waiting yeah. for? That's a great question. You know, <laughs> honestly, the wife and I had been meaning to watch it, and then you know we we talked about it the other day because we'd finished up Hawaii Five O. Uh-huh. It's just like ah, uh, you know, we're not sure if right now we want to watch a full movie, that kind of thing, and we were putting it off. <laughs> Because That's hilarious. It was close to, to bedtime. I, I what do you mean? I, well, I mean, it, I, I, you, well, the bedtime thing you didn't mention. You just said that you didn't want to watch a movie, but I'm like, you just sat through like 18 seasons of a show. Yeah, and like, I don't yeah, know if I no. want to watch an hour and a half long movie. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't. Uh, because I'm like, this is the chance I now have ownership of, of when I can go back to going to sleep on time. 
thank you. Beautiful. Uh, but this is a movie you should watch. Uh, it's it's great, and it's a shame that this was just on Netflix. You know what I mean? I mean, this should have gotten a big release. It would have looked great in a theater. Well, that's where you and I disagree, because that was my one critique with the film was I thought the CGI was god-awful. How? Some where? Of, dude, where? Dude, the, the the Catherine Keener, like, I can't do it without without spoiling some of the movie, so I don't want to do that. But let's just say the big climax where, you know, time travel plays a part, and maybe there's more of one person in the same spot at the same time, and maybe they're a different age, nah, looks crazy. Awful. There was nothing wrong it with that looks at all. No, awful. it doesn't look awful. Don't to listen somebody to that could he doesn't know anything CGI about CGI. He doesn't know anything about it. No, I, I it, don't understand. There is, I don't understand you. That well, doesn't make any sense. Well, some of that stuff it's, looks great. It's not but even, her wasn't even CGI. No, and I, that's the problem. No, definitely the face was, dude. It's still the same person, and it's just no. bad. Listen, I, 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 we'll have to agree to disagree, because we don't that have the time. Makeup. That was makeup, not you CGI. You are crazy you're crazy guys i uh, we i have to get some help here please no look i need at that to get some help and tell me that that is making you think that's practical effect yes absolutely oh, holy bleep the older katherine keener the older Catherine Keener is actually Catherine Keener. I'm talking about the younger version. Nah, I didn't notice anything. Holy cow. Well, listen, I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. I, we can agree there. It's a very good movie and certainly worth your time, without a doubt. Uh, I And listen, I, well, well, to you, I, I will say this. I think to you, bad CGI ruins a movie. To me, I can look past it, and I did with this one, I felt. I mean, again, you didn't see it, but I did. It was the one thing that stayed with me after the movie. It was like, holy jeez, that was bad. But uh, it is a very good movie. You're absolutely right. Right. Does it sound like it's Big J approved? Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. concur there. You should watch the movie. It really is terrific. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your streaming dumbass. On the way, we got some important stuff, and then we're going to try to give away some money with the X-Rock Double Dare that's all coming up here on the X. Here's traffic. But we have to take a look inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center here. First, let's check in with C. Eastbound 94's up to speed between Napa and Boise. There are no delays on the connector from the fly. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you have cats at the Big J abode? Yeah, four of them. You ever uh, you ever let them mess around in the catnip world? Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, really? Are they addicts, would you say? No. Are they jonesing for it? They gotta have it? If they if they are, they aren't saying anything. Uh, can you just buy catnip at pet stores? Is that just like yeah. readily available? I didn't know. It's not a prescription. It's not uh, like... Uh, I don't know if you have to go to like... like a class <laughs> drug. I know, but you know how like you have to like sometimes go to like a, a water pipe place for stuff that you're looking for? I didn't know if like you had to go to like a back room or something no. for and get it. Uh, and Maybe so, if it like affected human beings. <laughs> what do your cats do when they have catnip? They, oh, they get excited. They play around. How often would you say you give your cats catnip? Uh, I personally don't. That's usually, but but it's not all the time. Because you like the calm cats, right? Not well, the here's the thing. So we have calming treats and those sort of things, and then <laughs> there's the catnip. Uh, but it's it's pretty rare. Okay. Uh, so it's a special treat. Yeah. For them to get all catnip. Yeah. Up. When we were getting all coked up too, we want them to be uh, of hanging course, out. Of course, that us. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Every if one's gonna party, everybody's gonna party. Right. Somebody's up till three o'clock in the morning. The whole house is. Pet or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, researchers from a university in Japan uh, tried to figure out why cats like catnip so much, and they found that when cats damage the actual plant, insect repellents are released. That means the behavior may be motivated by protection from the pests, which is why they like the catnip so much, or at least it helps. Now, catnip also causes psychoactive effects in cats because of a compound that binds to receptors in the cat's nose. So they're they're thinking that this tied into the fact that the cats know that this will keep unwanted, you know, people or pests away from their particular abode could be one of the reasons why cats like catnip so much. Yes, there's a psychedelic effects, but also, you know, they know this keeps out bad things. So why not? Right. So, uh, I mean, they're still kind of doing some research as to what insects catnip actually repels. But you could have yourself kind of like a... Uh, a little bit of like an insect repellent in your house as well. So congratulations, Big J. Once again, ahead of the curve. How does that feel? Good. The Las Vegas Knights have a brand new head coach in the NHL. Bruce Cassidy has been announced as their head coach. He will replace Peter DeBoer, who was fired by uh, when he was fired by the Boston Bruins. It was a very short break for Cassidy. He only left the Bruins on June the 6th. So he is coming over to Vegas to try to lead the Golden Knights to their next 
in place in the promised land, at least they hope anyway. Big J, did you ever jump on the Squid Game uh, bandwagon on Netflix? Nope, never seen a minute of it. Uh, it's actually very good, but uh, listen, it's doing fine without you. And uh, the Hollywood Reporter is re- reporting that there will be a real-life Squid Game that has been described as the biggest reality competition ever. Uh, Squid Game The Challenge will feature 456 contestants competing for $4.56 million dollars in the particular real-life squid game that will air on Netflix. I'm guessing the difference is, unless it's some sort of crazy show, uh, I don't think anybody will be murdered on the show if they don't complete the tasks. But Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so, I mean, it's probably a true to squid game to a particular point. And not to the point where... And also, I mean, the motivation was was different, I think, for Squid Game, which is what makes the fun uh, of the show. It's like, listen, yes, at the end, if you win, uh, you get this ridiculously large amount of money, which will solve all of your problems in your life. But if you lose, of course, you don't make it out of the whole room, which is, makes it a little bit more... The stakes are a little bit higher, I guess, in the, in the Squid Game television show as opposed to the reality show. But when has that stopped us from letting reality shows get on our television? Never! Right? Reality does never stops us from our reality shows. Please don't get it twisted. Dare on 100.3, the X rocks. All right, kids, let's do it. Let's try to give away some freaking money here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time for the X Rock Double Dare. We are down to crunch time, as it were for your opportunity to win some cash, and we certainly would like to do that. In fact, we'd like to do that with Caller X, who's on the phone right now. Her name is Jessa. Good morning, Jessa. How are you? It's actually Jessa. Sorry, Jason. My fault. How uh, dare you? I, okay? I gave you the, the short E. My apologies to you and your family, okay. Jessa. Uh, how are you nonetheless, despite me mispronouncing oh. your name? You're doing amazing. And yourself? Wonderful. Thank you very much for asking. And we hope that we make your morning a little bit better by winning some cash. It's going to depend on your knowledge of the following topic. What is it, Big J? M TV. It's going to revolve around television shows that have the letter M in the very beginning of them. So you want to keep that in mind with all of the questions that you're going to give us or the answers you're going to give us. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with a $50 question, go all the way up to $200. Hopefully it is double or nothing, so you can stop anytime you want, but know that if you get a question wrong, that means you walk away empty-handed, all right? Of course. Here we go. For 50 bucks, what show set at the Sterling Cooper Ad Agency in New York went on to win 16 Emmy Awards during its run on TV from 2007 to 2015? Um... Starts with an M. Mm. Um, I have no clue. I'll just say Mad Men. Hey, there you go. That is correct. <laughs> you are right. But you do have fifty dollars. Uh, that is yours. Face is so classic. <laughs> and you are all right and good to go there. Now you can stop if you want, or you can go with a more difficult question for a hundred dollars. That's entirely up to you. What would you like to do? Um, well, I'm a gambler, okay. so I don't care. Let's just go for it. <laughs> All right. 100 bucks. Christina Applegate played the role of this clueless blonde daughter on the TV series Married with Children. What was her character's name on the show? Oh. Hmm. I have no clue. Any guess? Doesn't hurt. Um, well, I know it doesn't start with the letter M because you said Mary the Children. Yeah, that's the name so. of the show. <laughs> no, no. no guess? Um, uh, no, I, I'm not. Uh, Tiffany. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, it happens to the best of us, Jack. We, we thought uh, you might have been too young for some of this. It, well, I don't, yeah, we don't know. But yeah, did you ever watch Mary with Children? That would probably play a factor. Um, to be honest, I didn't watch much of that show. <laughs> Big J, what was the answer? Kelly Bundy. Her name is Kelly Bundy on oh, the television right. show. But we appreciate you listening. Sorry you couldn't walk away with anything. We certainly appreciate your time as well. Uh, if you want to play, don't worry. The MTV category will continue throughout the day, 1230 and 530 today with Jason Drew and Adam. Plenty of more M-flavored questions coming up during the course of the uh, broadcast day. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Hey. The X rocks. We are headed to Virginia for today's We're Going to Hell story. You ever been, Big J? 
Uh, no, I haven't. Can't imagine we're missing much, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to go. You don't want to... Now, wait, now what do you have against Virginia? Yeah, I just... Listen, I don't want to get into it, but I'm like... Some people that just don't seem right in West Virginia or Virginia. Okay, all right. You feel like it's a little too rednecky for you? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Uh, well, listen, this story is not going to help that uh, particular preconceived notion because uh, there is a gentleman that was running from the law, Big J. His name is Troy Longwell, and they got a call, police did, from the owner of a beauty salon saying that a gentleman that was wanted on a number of outstanding warrants was hanging out getting his hair did. And just before officers arrived, uh, Longwell apparently got wind that the, the fuzz was coming to grab him as he was getting his hair cut, and he wanted no part of that. So he decided to run away, and he did so by crawling into the ceiling of the hair salon, which, I, I listen, it doesn't tell me how this happened, but logistically, I try to figure this stuff out, and I'm trying to think, like, if I were at a business, how would I get up in the ceiling of that business? Do you know what I mean? That's not one of the things I think of when I walk into a place, but not a lot of ceilings are easily accessible, I guess is my point. Right. And this guy, as he was trying to run, from, but then again, maybe if you're, you know, trying to escape the police or somebody that's chasing you, you start to get pretty inventive in ways that you get up into places. And so uh, he crawled into the ceiling of the hair salon. Police walked in, cops noticed that there was a ceiling tile missing, and they also spotted the man's leg uh, going up and into the ceiling. So they're like, okay. Uh, now they had to figure out where he was going, so they were looking where he was crawling, and it was towards the adjacent tenant, which happened to be a church, Big J. So the cops then just ran next door, you understand? And as they walked into the church, they found probably what you thought was going to happen. Sure enough, uh, there was Tony, or Troy, I should say, uh, right down on the floor. Apparently, he had fallen through the ceiling while a church service was actively going on, which had to be pretty off-putting. Or, you know, people may have mistaken that as a miracle. I'm not sure. He was out of breath. He definitely was hurt. And for some reason, he was shirtless. I don't know why he took off. Maybe, you know, he was getting his hair cut, so there's a lot of strandered. He was getting all itchy. And he was like, I got to get this shirt off. Man, if I'm going to escape from the police. And so he was shirtless. Uh, he was immediately taken into custody, and so, also, is that a sin, Big J, to break through, and it, it's got to be, right, into a church, not cool? Well, yeah. Is it a special sin, because it's God's house? There's no special sins, they're just all the same. Okay, so, uh, no sin is worse than the other. That's According what to what I know about the Bible, yes. Breaking in, uh, just as bad as murdering somebody, it's good to know. Uh, and so, right. he is going to jail... For that particular, well, listen, he had a bunch of warrants. He was going to jail anyway, but he added some charges onto his already laundry list of things. Would you call him a Roman Catholic, Big J, if he had broken through the ceiling like that? Is that fair? <laughs> I don't know the reference. What? With your Roman candle, you're going up from the floor. You've never heard of Roman Catholics? No. Well, yes, but I don't understand what that has to do with the ceiling. Oh, uh, well, he's Roman from one place to another. Ah. You get it. Listen, if I have to explain it, I didn't do a very good job. I know, you didn't. Uh, you laughed, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in just a few short minutes, we got ourselves a chance to do some important stuff as well as Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to hang around for that. Today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it, Big J. Say goodbye to Internet Explorer. It's gone. Goodbye. It's the dominant explorer and browser from the earliest days of the internet, man. It was the king. Remember, we all clicked that little E down there and surfed the web. Wee! Microsoft announced yesterday it's no longer going to support this ancient artifact, which the company replaced long ago with... What's the new one called, Big J? You remember? It's not Internet Explorer. It's the new Microsoft official internet browser I, called... <clears throat> I don't use it. I don't know. Microsoft Edge, bro. Oh. Millions of people still apparently use Explorer. Many uh, companies are, rely on old software that runs on Explorer, and Edge can't be easily updated. So this isn't going to go away anytime soon. It's just basically their way of saying, listen, if you have problems with it, you're on your own, pal. Use our new product or, you know, Or die. Up. Right. Or see you on Chrome or whatever, uh, you know. What's the other? Is Firefox still a thing? Yeah, I think okay. so. So there's Firefox, there's Chrome. We'll no see you on Linux. It's <laughs> no longer... Uh, Internet Explorer, but there's Edge that you could use. So there's no choices out there. Whichever one you want, just know that you can't get any help from Microsoft anymore. 
when it comes to Internet Explorer. Vegas Golden Knights have a new coach. It is Bruce Cassidy. He used to be around uh, the Boston uh, Bruins organization. Then he got fired last week. But now he is the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Court in Russia has extended the detention of American basketball star Brittany Griner until at least July the 2nd. She's been in custody since February when she was found with a vape pen. And that's how long it's been going on in Russia. U.S. diplomatic efforts to obtain her are continuing, but it's like, you know, it's been four months, and now we're a month away from whatever's going to happen next is supposed to happen, but this is now like the fourth time they've also extended her detention, so... Well, I just assume with the war in Ukraine, we never see her again, so it's, sorry. It's bananas that this has taken this long, and I, I wonder, you know, if this were anybody else, if this were a male NBA player do you think it'd be lasting the next long it certainly would be more newsworthy which is a, yes, a, a topic of discussion sure. altogether yeah but it is it is incredibly sad for her family her friends and uh, but her the that nba is, going is used to bowing to the communists so well, i don't understand what that means well they're they're uh they're so uh part of china and just that whole thing what, a no, lot I of d- the the bat, the NBA. You don't, you don't know that whole controversy. Uh, no, explain it to me. Uh, just about how they're they were more interested in, in their uh, their league and how it was going uh, in China versus some of the uh, the things that China may do that people were upset about. Uh, when did that happen? Oh, was this during like the Yao Ming stuff? No, no, this is recent. Oh, even I, as yeah. recent. I guess I, mean, I don't know because uh, anybody who comes out and says anything in the NBA negative about uh, China or anything regarding their human rights stuff, uh, China always starts to threaten the NBA with, you know, shutting down things there for them. I see, and so you're telling, you're saying they're silencing their stars so that they can still continue their reach over in yeah, China. Yeah, or they silence themselves and care about their money only versus their principles. What does that have to do with Russia? Communists, and communists, 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 see, communists. Okay, I can see. Okay, that's the line you're drawing. I understand. Apple TV uh, has the exclusive rights to stream Major League Soccer every single match for the next ten years. I am on the way to not getting a subscription. If you are looking, well, listen. There are other choices besides uh, Major League Soccer. You don't have to. I mean, it, it's been on something that you have access to now. I'm sure you haven't even bothered to understand that it's there, right? Right. Uh, so you know, it's not. It's not in your way. It's been on Peacock this last year, and if you have Peacock or have access to it, it's not like you. It, they're bombarding you with the content. I be well. I mean, listen. They paid a lot for it, so maybe it'll have a little bit more of a upfront and kind of. Uh, I guess in-person style of broadcasting on Apple TV, but if you're looking for it, that's where you'll find it. Big J, uh, in my two days that I have been gone, have you talked at all about the possible Joker sequel? No. Okay. Uh, we can get into it then. Uh, you've heard that uh, that that they have a script attached to it. You saw maybe the pictures online of Joaquin Phoenix chain smoking and reading the actual script, so he's clearly in character. And now maybe you even heard online that Lady Gaga is uh, pretty much in talks to join the sequel uh, as the role of Harley Quinn, Big J, for the uh, the Joker sequel. But maybe you haven't heard, maybe you of have. Of course I have. But the most shocking side of this is it's going to be a musical. I don't know yeah. if that's shocking. I'm not shocked by that. Well, having seen the first one, for them to segue into a musical territory seems a little bit of a left turn. Well, it doesn't have to be a happy musical. Oh, listen, there, no, there's plenty of sad musicals <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah. I'm just saying it, it, the fact that it's, you know, to me, a musical means they're stopping down what they're doing to explain plot development in song. And that to me is now. Listen again. If our theory is correct and all this stuff is taking place in Joaquin Phoenix's, aka the Joker's, damaged brain, all of this kind of checks out. If all of this is an internal journey continuing, then sure, busting into musicals kind of makes sense, right? It's a fantasy world that he's created for himself, where he's this hero figure, and when he's trapped in a clearly uh, mentally uh, person with mental issues body, and he's dealing with all this stuff. That makes sense. Uh, of course, they are already going out of their way to letting you know that this Harley Quinn is very different than the one that, of course, Margot Robbie has portrayed on screen, the ones that you see in the cartoons as well. It's very different, and that's clear because we're in a very different time strain. You know what I mean? We're in the 70s. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a different world altogether. But uh, we'll see what ends up happening and if there is an interest. But I've said this before. As much as I thought Joker was a good movie, I have not wanted to revisit it. 
and I don't know if I want to go back into that universe. Do you? Uh, not particularly, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it was a rough watch, although a good one, I thought. Not enough to go see again. I had no interest in going back into that world, and now that I see what's going to happen here, I'm not sure if I want to make a return trip. But listen, it made a billion dollars, so whatever movie does that is going to get a sequel, guaranteed. Yeah. And they're playing with house money, so they if they want to make it a freaking cartoon, they can it's entirely up to them. Uh, whether or not we see it is up to us, Big J. These are the decisions that we make. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got some tickets for you. The Dirty Heads coming to the Fort Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, outside show happening June 28th with Soja and a couple other bands. It's going to be, uh, I think, one of the first uh, of our uh, outdoor shows. So that'll be nice. Nice and warm. Hopefully everybody have a good time. In order to get these tickets, you need to beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. How you feeling today, buddy? You had some rest time. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, again, you know, when I unplug, I unplug from everything. But you know what I don't unplug from? My mind. So I should be okay. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. We will see. Uh, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play our game called Pop Culture Smackdown, now would be the time to call. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready, man. To the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning, guys. What up, man? What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Good luck. Michael, which actor became the governor of California in a 2003 re-election? Recall election. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Arnold. Ah, right. right. Nick was a part of that election. All right. No, I was not. Uh, Nick, uh, what is the fictional brand of cigarettes in Quentin Tarantino movies? Uh, Red Apple. Red Apple cigarettes is right. correct. There you go. See, you got a good answer. You're ready to go. Feels good. Uh, what name was given to Hollywood power couple Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck way back in the early 2000s? Oh. Uh, you love portmanteau questions, Michael. You got this. Combination of their names, if you remember. Yeah, yeah Portmanteau. Uh, Jennifer, uh, I've got a blank, guys. Have a great day. Blank. You have a great day. Blank. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. Here's your question. What name was given to the Hollywood power couple, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck? What do we call them? Oh, man. Um. Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Wrong. Not up on their celebrity gossip, Big J. Who would have guessed? Hello, the X. Hi. Hi. Here's your question. Hi. What name was given to the Hollywood power couple, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck? They had a nickname. Uh, Benifer. There you go. Right. Benifer. <laughs> Makes me laugh. All right. Uh, Nick, what was the first social networking site to have one million followers? What? What was the first social networking site to have one million followers? Do you mean one million Members, people I'm sorry, follow one, users? One, yes, oh, okay. one million users. Um, well, geez, I mean, uh, my my. Now, listen, this isn't my answer. I'm just talking through it. Uh, Talk through it. Man. I mean, MySpace is the one that popped into my head immediately, but I know there had to be like one before that that probably we haven't heard of or forgotten about that Big J's uh, trying to stump me with. So I'm not going to say MySpace. I'm going to say another antiquated social network that I wasn't a part of, and I'm going to say Foursquare. It is not correct. You were on the right track, though. Son of a gun. Which one was it? Friendster. Right. right. Do you remember Friendster? I don't. I mean, I remember the name, but I don't think I ever went on it. It was like Google Circles. I, like had, I, it, I, I had it before uh, Facebook. What it, did it was like? So, it was like MySpace kind yes, of thing. Yes, it was. But but it actually was more like Facebook via, via MySpace because it didn't you know feature music and a whole bunch right. of pictures and things like right. that. So. Friendster. Well, uh, you win, sir. Congratulations. Dirty Heads tickets are yours. Please hang on one second, and we will make sure you're all set and good to go. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your headlines. They're happening next on the X Rocks. Here are your headlines, Big J. Getting hammered made easier. Gee, thanks, Dad, and bad choices. Gee, thanks, Dad. Social media in China going crazy over the story of a couple's divorce, which has taken a very strange turn. After about 12 years of marriage, Big J, a woman filed for divorce from her husband. And in response, her husband, named Tang, decided to sue his stepson, Lou, 
in order to recover the money he says he spent to help raise him. Tang said he raised Lou from the time he was 10 in 2009, which is when he married his mother. He estimates the value of his support to be around $55,000, and that's what he was seeking restitution from the son. However, a judge recently ruled against him, saying that any money he spent to support Lou was provided voluntarily, and he isn't right to those monies back. This case was followed closely on social media, and as you can imagine, people had some pretty strong opinions on it, as uh, not only is this dude a scumbag, but also probably giving this poor kid a complex as well in the process of it. So, as if divorce isn't hard enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can sue yeah, the, kid. the kid, though. Uh, the kid, well, they got married in 2009 when he was 10. So, how old does that make him, Big J? Matt, right. Matt. No, Matt, you, no, Matt, I'm Matt. not refusing. He's in his 20s. My point is. Oh, maybe uh, he deserved it. Maybe he's a jerk. Are you going to sue the kid for the eight years that you helped raise him and pay for his food? I mean, I wouldn't, but I see this guy doing it. Well, he did it. That's why it's easy for you to see. But he probably shouldn't have. And uh, and it's probably going to take some couch time for this kid to figure out uh, why things went so wrong. Getting hammered made easier or bad choices? Getting hammered! Uh, the makers of Coca-Cola and Jack Daniels Whiskey have teamed up because Monday morning they announced they're pairing their products into a canned, ready-to-drink beverage called Ooh. the Jack and Coke Cocktail. Shouldn't they be called the Lemmy? Uh, well, uh, they probably had to get past the Lemmy estate and maybe they wanted money for oh, that. Oh, good point. But Jack and Coke was around long before Lemmy. No offense to him. It certainly was his favorite drink of all time. But hailing their new pre-mixed cocktail option as a retail variation of the classic mixed drink and so long available in bars... The corporation that have teamed up together uh, are looking to launch later this year. Uh, of course, it makes sense that they're making this with all the prepackaged stuff that's out there. Why not team up two name brands and put together a very popular beverage at bars, correct? Yeah. I guess the question is, how will the mix be? I don't know. I don't know how potent it will be. I don't know. Depends on how you like your Jack and Cokes, right? Everybody likes them a little bit different. When you get them, do you prefer the more Jack taste or more Coke taste, Big J? Uh, I like the even combination. Do you uh, do you do like a do you have like a shot number as to how many you prefer in the actual drink itself? Seven or eight? Yeah, please. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna find that in this can. Um, you may you may have to take a couple of these if you want to get Big J drunk. We'll wrap it up with bad choices. Three drivers in Michigan recently proved that you don't need brains to do burnouts. You just need a sports car. And police in Dearborn, uh, which have seen a, a rash of hazardous driving in the recent month, caught three drivers doing burnouts right outside the police station. Probably the worst place you could do them. The police chief heard it from inside his office, ran outside to jot down the license plate numbers. He also saw passengers hanging out the windows, uh, filming him as he drove off. All three drivers were later found and arrested, so uh, I bet you that didn't show up on their TikToks. Their cars were impounded, and two of them were forfeited to police, which means they're not going to get them back. So bad decisions were made by these drivers. Uh, did you, When you were a kid, did you ever do the burnouts, the donuts, that kind of stuff? No. It's not something that, that nope. was in your, uh, your repertoire or you had any interest in? I was no Ricky Bobby. I never did the burnout stuff, but I think it's a rite of passage if you grew up in the Midwest somewhere, you find an empty parking lot and you do some donuts. Uh, which has happened from time to time. But you only need to do it like once or twice, and then you're like, all right, <laughs> I'm good with it. Or at least I did. I was like, all right, that's fine. I'm cool. Uh, no need to continue that train. But uh, people sometimes like that stuff. And uh, when you live your life a quarter mile at a time, Big J, you got to do what it takes. And yeah, that's right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. <laughs> That's the latest in Three Days Grace. It is lifetime here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, Nick, you know, uh, Saturday was awesome at uh, the Slipknot show. And uh, early uh, that day, I was out at the uh, the venue early because I had to put up my sign. Sure, your standee. Yeah, my standee. Thank you. And uh, as I was getting ready to leave, because I was I had several hours to, to kill before the show, I'm like, I'll just go home because I don't live that far away. And as I was getting in my car, uh, a gentleman stopped me and said, hey, Big J. And I'm like, hey, what's uh, what's up, man? And and uh, he's like, hey, we talked about the Slipknot show happening. And then he goes, hey, I just want to apologize and i'm like oh what what for what did you do wrong he goes well you see i used to work at the village cinema and uh you uh were going to see a movie and i said hey this is a good movie and i'm like oh what was it he goes suicide squad and i'm like oh 
Wait, the first one? The first oh, one. Oh, okay. And I'm like, ah, okay. And I go, so what do you what, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I said it was a good movie, and uh, I, it isn't. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. But why did you say that? And he's like, well, at the time, I thought it was. And I'm like, okay, I guess I understand that. Uh, and uh, his name is Cole. And he, just, I was like, that. I was like, he wanted to apologize about that and I'm like man I, I don't know if it was that I, I made such a stink about how terrible that movie was or I mean, if he's just that. really been thinking about that I was gonna this say, whole he time. carried it with him for years because it's been years. a long time since that movie has come out and rightfully you... so I mean <laughs> it's a burden that is now lifted off of him we all yes uh, the, at the very least you could you could lessen his his guilt which is always very very good but I'm not sure he owed you an apology yeah me either you were going regardless it didn't sound like right. he talked you into yeah. the movie it's not listen nobody has that power <laughs> uh to uh to help me decide whether or not i'm gonna see or not something or not so uh but yeah so don't feel too bad cole but i'm sure big j certainly appreciates the apology but i had a good i had a good laugh at that i was like that's hilarious that is funny uh and he's right it, it's not a very good movie but that's that's not his fault and certainly i mean you know sometimes you get caught up in the excitement of seeing something right after it's done and you you, you think it's better than it actually is and upon revisiting you realize it's just not yeah it'd be different if like there was a, a special designated line at a movie theater and you determine whether you're gonna buy the tickets to that movie based on what that person in the uh, that gives the ticket says right if they're like hey this is a great movie then you will purchase your ticket and move along then you would have something to apologize for yeah you know like uh, we used to do this from time to time because before I, I worked in radio my last real job was at a video store and so you know sometimes people would ask for recommendations or they would come up with a movie and go oh you're really gonna like this and you would say stuff and carry on a conversation of like how good or bad a movie was and sometimes they would come back and go you're right it was great and sometimes they go I didn't like it at all and then you'd have another conversation about it but I I'm not sure I ever felt guilty that I had a different taste in movies as somebody else yeah. uh, because that's all you know kind of one of those things where it's up to the person man yeah but then they started making real terrible movies <laughs> right exactly uh, so uh, at least he's come around to the correct side of things, which is understanding that the first Suicide Squad is terrible yep. and uh, should be abolished. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few short minutes, we'll give you a chance to win something with bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center. Exit off the freeway. And we have tickets to uh, VIP tickets, I should say, to lounge at the end of the universe, which will come in handy for all the cool stuff they have going down on there. Uh, down at the lounge this week, they've got a new vaudeville review happening. Uh, and, uh, of course, they will have a headliner. Uh, Quartz Win is going to be in town, uh, as well as a, a couple other comedians. So put these to good use. You just need to figure out bad impressions to do it. VIP passes are yours, 208-287-1003. That's the phone number you need to call if you'd like to play. It works like this. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and boom, you're going to the launch of the end of the universe on us. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's your name? My name is Mike. All right, Mike. You're up first, man. Good luck. From 1998 to 1990, or I'm sorry, from 1989 to 1993, I was Doogie Howser, MD. Okay. I played myself in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, though at the time I hadn't come out as gay just yet. Probably would have changed uh, his role. Neil Peppermint? There you yeah. go, NPH. Good job, man. Hang on one second, Michael. We'll hook you up with those passes to the lounge at the end of the universe. What was clue three for fun? I played Barney in How I Met Your Mother for almost 10 years. It's true. And why is Neil Patrick Harris in the news? Today is NPH's birthday. You got an idea how old he is? Uh, I don't think he's too much older than us. I'm going to say he's 48. He, yeah, you're really close. He's 49. I thought he was a little bit older, but no, he is still pretty dang young. Because I remember as I was watching Doogie Howser, MD, that he was like just a little bit older than I was at the time. And I was and like, And you guys crap. actually went to the same uh, graduating class, <laughs> no, right? True. Not true. You I, and Doogie Howser? Never, never, ever, ever anywhere close to being that smart. Nor uh, it was just a run of dumb luck as well as when my birthday fell. It's the only reason why. I mean, not I, many people know what it's like to go to college at the age of 15. I was not 15 when I went to college. 
but Doogie Howser was a graduate at that point. You understand? Yes. School yeah. style. So he well, was much. I'm I'm relating fiction to reality over here. So uh, did did you uh, did you watch Doogie Howser? I'm sure. Oh right? yeah, of course. Uh, I I remember being fascinated because you remember at the end of the, you know he was teaching everybody the lesson he wrote in his little diary and he had a computer but before we knew what yeah. that was I believe that was like my and I think it wasn't even a computer it was probably a word processor back then oh, an old Apple I think <laughs> and I was just like man I can't I wonder what it's like to actually have a computer and be able to type stuff into things uh, later what I know they would control our lives Big J uh, but I didn't know at that particular time uh, I just still- saw he's going to be a Doctor Who right yeah Doctor Who episode uh, just one episode so far and uh, but he's still uh, he's still busy. Yeah, good for him, man. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. There's some bad wolves for you. Tomorrow never comes. That's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We tried and failed to give away some cash today, but God, fret not, guys going to have two more chances today. It's going to happen at 12.30 today with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam. We're going to talk about MTV, TV shows that began with the letter M is the idea behind it, running through all sorts of eras. So you're going to have to know all sorts of years of television shows in order to pull it off. We wish you the best of luck, and hopefully you win some cash as we get ready to wrap this thing up. This week, we also had a chance to talk a little bit about love, Big J. Loving your job anyway, making sure you're doing a better job at it when you're at work as opposed to working remotely. And even we had somebody apologize to Big J for the Suicide Squad movie. I believe it's David Ayers that opposed you. It was you an apology, Big J, not necessarily this gentleman. Yeah. Uh, that's the guy More that More importantly for thinking that it was good. That's right. Uh, but it leaves you with the floor, sir. Hey, uh, you know, I, I, all morning long I waited yesterday for an update, but uh, we finally got one later yesterday afternoon. Uh, Ozzy uh, out of surgery and uh, is doing well in recovery. So Thank that's God. Great. Yeah. I saw that post, like he posted on Twitter, I love you all song, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then you don't hear anything, yeah. and it's like for almost an entire day, and I'm like, well, no news is good news. Not really, but... <laughs> But at least he's he's all right. He made yeah. it through okay. Yeah, Good. I had everything ready to go. That is morbid. Well, you, what do you mean you had everything ready to I, go? I just had a plan in case, you know, something oh. went wrong. What was the plan? I'd love to hear yeah, this. I just played a bunch of ridiculous amount of Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath. Right. and You didn't have like, a, you didn't have like a, a, a social media post and drafts or anything like that? I, no, no, not quite that. Far. Uh, I will tell you this: it is incredibly morbid. But you know, before uh, I, for a while there, I was working in sports writing and for a news service, and you know, we were attached to local and national news as well. It was a big, gigantic newsroom, is my point. And uh, there was the equivalent of a drafts folder there, and you could go through and literally every famous person you can think of. It was somebody's job to pre-write their obituary so that when and if that person, and it didn't matter the age. I mean, we're talking about past presidents, politicians, yeah. uh, movie stars, whatever, famous, current, famous in the past. Everybody had a pre-written autobiography, their biography, I guess, that was set to go in case they died. And all you had to do was fill in their house. It was like that Saturday Night Live sketch where Tom Brokaw yeah. was recording on vacation. All you had to do was like actually put in what, what they died of and when they died, and you could send it out so that you could be first with breaking news on somebody's yeah, death. Yeah, I've got one of those similar setups for myself. So, <laughs> uh, it makes and it's got songs and stuff that you should play, etc. Just so you know. Uh, it's like a living will, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com. 